Ananya Narang is a part of Deal Advisory, Mergers and Acquisition at a Big Four Consulting Firm. She has graduated from Sriram College of Commerce with 9.86 CGPA, and she bagged All India sixth rank in CBSC 2019 and All India number one rank in CBSC 2017. In today's episode, let us talk to her about her LinkedIn content creation journey along with. Her first job experience and what is it studying at uh, Sriram College of Commerce, Delhi University, etc. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Friends, I am your host Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional, but on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe through the Guiding Voice. Successful leaders and young, inspirational people like Ananya across the globe share their insights with the world and our audience. will acquire more knowledge and wisdom by tuning into the guiding voice for every minute than any other podcast in this space because we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career thank you so much for joining me and we are extremely pleased to have ananya part of our journey and ananya hearty welcome to the guiding voice finally we are here oh yes after a long long wait thank you so much for having me namin i'm like hoping for great great conversation today <laughs> <laughs> it will be awesome for sure so ananya without further ado let's get into the interview so you have joined corporate after education in covid like you spent two years of your college at home right and how did you land in your first job and what has been your experience honestly speaking you didn't experience the entire college life okay thoroughly <laughs> because you were at home Oh yeah absolutely you know uh, so normally in a normal scenario people first pass out school they go to college and then they join the job but uh, for us uh, for the batch of 2022 or 2023 it's it's more like uh, you just you get into the job straight out of school <laughs> you you don't get to experience the college we just went to college i think for the first semester and the last semester and it's the opening note and the closing note and the middle is just spent at home However, keeping my pains and sorrows aside, it's it's been a great journey till now. It's like when you get into the corporate world, you're supposed to behave a certain way. You're supposed to hold yourself in certain way because you represent a big company, right? And uh, there are a lot of responsibilities that are added on to you that you don't see coming when you're in your educational phase or when you're a student. Uh, when you're a student in college or let's say school, there are teachers running behind you, you know, to attend classes, to not take leaves, or you know, uh, to submit assignments and everything. But once you join the corporate world or you start any work of your own, it's completely you. You you are responsible for what you do. You are responsible to submit uh, your assignments or your tasks. You can't take a leave without informing anybody. You have to take permissions either from your clients if you're an entrepreneur or. you know from your boss if you're working in a startup or a corporate so a lot of small small things change and these small things lead on to the bigger changes that we see in in a person as a person evolves from just the study life to the corporate or work life and then further beyond so there's a lot of experimentation that goes on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i can relate to that and uh, talking about the professional life it's been a few months that you started your professional life So, how has been it so far, and what are top three things that have helped you or helping you to be successful? Um. So you know, it's it's been very confusing. I won't lie. I won't sugarcoat. It's something. This this phase is something that's very 
uh, unpredictable something that you didn't you know every day something happens that you've never seen coming <laughs> you never expected to happen so it's like every time i step into the office i don't know what today is going to be like or what responsibilities are going to be laid on my shoulder or what I, how am i supposed to take take care of everything that's coming up uh but then i think that's the adventure of it that's something that teaches you uh skill so that teaches you your uh personality development in a way that's going to help you for like 50 years down the line you never know what comes handy next so that's one thing another thing that i'd like to say here is that uh the stages at which an early professional or an early 20 in early 20s where you put in uh they teach you so much and they take away so much from you like you everybody right now or everybody in my friend circle is so uh confused with what they're doing everybody else you know every second person is doing something completely else somebody is studying somebody is preparing for exams somebody is you know uh working at a corporate somebody is already a founder and everything is happening so simultaneously with the people you used to hang out and drink coffee like a year ago <laughs> that that's something you never expected to happen so yeah it's it's, it's completely unpredictable that's the word for it <laughs> and the three things that are helping i i won't say to be successful right now because i i don't think i'm that experienced enough to com- comment on that but three things that are helping me survive right now <laughs> would be obviously uh, the the ease with which you can talk to people people are the pillars of you know everything you everywhere you go you're going to meet people and the ease with which you make friends is something that's going to stay for you and that's going to benefit you in like a very very long term i think the second thing would be your own confidence i mean you know uh, there will be a lot of tasks which you won't know a lot of things that you will do wrong and it's it will be very very easy for somebody else to shake your confidence and you know uh, you'll be almost one step close to a breakdown and <laughs> that's when you need to know that you can do it and you need to pick yourself up and walk on the path again so so that's one thing that can really really change your game and i think third thing would be uh, again to have the ability to distinguish between your personal and professional life because you know uh, a lot of times i even i have also experienced it at a very early um, you know early days of my uh, career that uh, it happens a lot that something's gone bad at work you bring it back home and then you fight with people at home and if and vice versa right you have a fight with your mother in the morning and then you take it to the office then you have a fight with your boss or your colleague and <laughs> that 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 doesn't work out because you just can't mix the two and you need to understand that there's a line you need to draw and that will not only help both the parties to stay sane but also for your own mental peace and your own stability <laughs> so so these three three things are something that's you know apart from all the technical skills these are three things that can help you keep sane <laughs> <laughs> so easy that you can talk to confidence and most importantly distinguish personal and professional life yeah i i think third one makes more sense because early stage people are confused and they try to uh, not uh, try to balance their emotions but it takes time in terms of distinguishing Absolutely. that and all right makes sense now jumping to the core of today's topic like you have about 54k followers on linkedin <laughs> what is the secret what helped you so far um uh, so i started actively writing on linkedin like around november last year so it's, it's almost going to be a year this month i i don't 
think that there's a secret sauce per se <laughs> that you can you know just sprinkle and go shooting up the sky but then i think a few thing that have really helped me is that i at the very start of it i didn't know what i was doing <laughs> that actually helped me out because uh when i was writing initially i think november december and january i linkedin was not a very much a content creator kind of a platform there at that time and there weren't much people around you know just just like you see nowadays people every other person just like posting stuff around at that time it was a very typical linkedin definition that was there that it's a job searching platform and everything and i hardly knew like four five people who are creating content there and i initially started not for the purpose of creating content but because i just needed somewhere to go and you know share something to rant out about whatever was happening in my life to seek help to help and there were two or three things that just propelled this emotion first was covid because my the, the social person in me was dying in covid and i just needed somebody to make friends with <laughs> and instagram turned out to be like really really creepy in that matter so i just had to find another platform and uh, i i am a uh, I've been very much into dramatics before. I I've always been a creative person all my life. I've done National School of Drama. I've uh, been a part of the Dramatic Society at my college. So there was a creative area always there waiting to be explored and I I was a little shy to do it on Instagram at first. Uh so then I thought that no, none of my friends are on LinkedIn. So let's start with LinkedIn because there's nobody there who's going to judge. <laughs> so that was how it started and uh Yeah I I realized something like a follower count exists when it was in January and I just got a message from a, a brand a community manager or somebody and asking me to do a promotional post for them or an ad and I was like why are you asking me I'm like I'm just a college student I I how can I promote your brand he's like you have 10000 followers on LinkedIn wait can we check followers on LinkedIn do we have the concept of followers on LinkedIn <laughs> So that was when that guy taught me that this is where your follow number shows, and I was like, okay. Abhi tak to I was just doing it for the sake of it. <laughs> I was doing it because I was having fun. I didn't know you could make something out of it. And that was uh, one instant that actually changed the entire course of what I had in mind. I started to pay more attention to it because I could now meter my success. I didn't know earlier that you could meter it, or there's a metric that you can identify. So everything this gen. Just then, after that, start falling into. I'm always uh, open to making new friends, talking to people. So anybody, uh, be it a colleague or a junior or a senior, anybody who texted me that they needed help in something, probably a resume review or something like that. I used to get on a call with them, have a little chat, maybe catch catch up with a uh, for a coffee or something, and that just built not a follower base but a community of sorts. The initial ten people I talked to when I joined LinkedIn, I'm still in touch with them today. and that's something that's been a really game changer because people can people know that you're approachable and nobody wants to follow somebody who's not approachable or nobody wants to connect with them and i think that's that's i i have had too long of a monologue but yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that's uh, quite inspiring in fact um, yeah people are making a lot of money especially if you cross certain number of followers and all they started endorsing and in fact i've seen a couple of them taking this as a full time profession like once you cross certain benchmark of say 50000 followers and all they keep on endorsing brands apart from creating their own content and all but uh, i'm i'm glad it uh, is working for you and especially one thing what i noticed is uh, 
there is a lot of engagement on your posts like i have seen on the other side somebody with 100000 followers 200000 followers and they post something but they'll hardly get five or six likes or even if you look at the number of comments right that will be nominal but in your case uh, at least there are a few hundreds of likes and uh, so many comments and all so that is the best part as you said uh, being approachable and engaging with people that might also be helping uh, and along with you being authentic because i can sense that because at least for the last 2 3 months since we are connected right i can see that you are truly authentic and also which is really good and uh, now comes my next question like how do you approach the content creation like do you plan certain things saying that every day i need to post something or weekly i need to publish these many ticks and uh, topics and uh, these many posts and do you plan the topics beforehand or is it something that happens on the fly mm, um i'd say i think it's a mix of both right i i can plan that i'm going to post let's say uh, at least four times a week or at least three times a week you know uh, you know that, that's all i can plan but uh, if you can't think of a content piece you just can't think of it you can't help it right uh, so there have been uh, days there have been weeks where i haven't posted anything because i couldn't think of anything i couldn't find something there was a creators block and i believe that whenever i'm posting something that post has the potential to be the best post yet and i just don't want to go out there and post just for the sake of posting and you know then just come back after two days and regret what i've posted or probably uh, just you know realize that i did this just for the sake of it so i i don't want to do that and coming back to the technicalities of the question um i think yes nobody wants you to post forcefully or do anything forcefully but then uh, it is always good for you or it always acts in a uh, you know in in your benefit if you post like 3 to 4 times a week at least because people recognize you nobody want you know every person who sits in the audience uh, they value their follow button very very much right they don't just want to click on anyone just follow them because they feel whenever that you follow somebody you feel a certain kind of emotional connect or a commitment to that person or you feel that you're doing something for them so nobody would like to do anything for you till the time they like you <laughs> or till the time they think that you're providing value to them so you have to earn that every single follow and you can't do it when you're doing things just for the sake of it so that's one thing and a uh, second thing is that you know uh, when people follow somebody like even when you and i would follow somebody we would not like to follow a person who just shows up once in a week shares something and then just disappears we would want somebody who makes regular connect with us who you know who can give me something to read or something to cherish every single day so that's about the consistency there and that's when it counts because people recognize your name i don't remember the name of a person who posts like once a month but i would definitely remember the name of a person whose post comes on my feed like at least once a day right so that that's why consistency changes the game and as for the content of what to write uh, i mean to be very honest there's no playbook for me for that <laughs> it's like there was this monday i was traveling in the metro going to work i just overheard two people talking about something i was like okay this is something we can write about this sounds exciting <laughs> and then i took picked up three four words from the conversation i googled them see what's going on in the market about it and then i researched through it and then i realized oh this is something that everybody has been missing out something that you know something we can write about there was this another day i just saw a comment on somebody else's post about a person getting very worried about joining college and they don't know what societies are good what are, what is not good and i like okay people are commenting problems why not give them the solutions 
the content would not come to you you would have to look for it and when you start looking for it when you start observing you can find it everywhere and there there will be definitely days when you just can't find content no matter how much you look no matter how much you read scroll watch see you just can't find it and there's nothing you can do about it all you have to do is just give yourself time and when you can't find content outside you'll find it inside and and that's what i've been believing in so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes what i do is I, of course i don't write um, so much i normally prefer some this content related to some quotes that i resonate with and uh, some inspirational words and all that is what uh, uh, goes part of my daily posting but um, uh, when it comes to certain posts right i tend to again look at some circumstances let's say if i found a gender neutral bathroom the other day i posted about it okay because it resonated with my one of my conversations with a uh, gender sensitization catalyst okay that lgbtq sensitization catalyst and i, I resonated with that's one of the questions which i asked why why don't we have it likewise i approach so i think uh, there is a, a kind of alignment there and uh, yeah great uh, thanks for sharing those insights uh, ananya now let's let's talk about somebody who has inspired you like did you follow someone on linkedin initially that inspired you uh, to take it further or has it happened just naturally i i don't know if you'll find it weird or not but i i don't uh you know i'm i'm not a fan kind <laughs> as in i i'm not a fan of anybody i i used to go to school and there were people talking about their favorite movie star their favorite song and like i don't even have a favorite color <laughs> so so i've been always uh, unbiased in that sense that i've never had any favorites i don't love people whom i don't know or i don't love artists i love their art so uh I don't have any people who inspire me I have artworks or pieces of content which have inspired me and in that case what I do is I just like you know copy the link put it in my uh, I have a whatsapp group with myself so whatever content I like I just like paste the link there and whenever I'm having a creators block I just reread what those people uh, have written and what might have been their thought process while writing it and I just try to duplicate something of that sort and So so there's no one person per se but there have been a lot of artworks or pieces that have inspired me at different stages of life that's nice so you love the art but not the artist yeah there are no favorites and you are being unbiased that's wonderful to know and moving ahead <laughs> yeah you know uh, it's like you, you must have seen that i don't know when i was a kid there were a lot of news around uh, you know some some person or some artist or some some movie star pretending to be something else but then at back home there's something else so that really stuck in my head that's really stuck in my head and uh, i just feel like till the time i've not met the person i can't fall in love with them can i <laughs> so i can only fall with what they show and what they show is their art fair <laughs> enough Moving ahead, let's talk about the don'ts on LinkedIn. What should we not do? Hmm. I think uh, the number one thing here is that don't overcomplicate. A lot of people tend to overcomplicate stuff, or because just you know, just because they want to create a hype or an overly not required grammatical presence on LinkedIn of that sort. You know, even if that's a phrase, grammatically correct. But uh, so. you don't have to overcomplicate stuff we just need stuff that people can relate to stuff that people can absorb stuff stuff they can learn from and in that you don't have to use any kind of technical jargons 
so so that's number one i think number two is obviously don't disappear right like like we talked about it earlier you can't just you know give hopes to people and then disappear so you can't ghost people there <laughs> people are dependent on you so that's another thing and i think third thing is that try to balance out people uh, who don't balance or you know people always try to show the brighter side of things and they want to just not talk about their failures not talk about the hardships they're going through you know not talk about the problems something they've done, done wrong so showing a part of things and not the entire picture is something that people they they observe it they they're able to feel it and they don't like it because people want people who are honest right and uh, if you're telling somebody that you're uh, you know earning let's say 10 lakh rupees and you're not telling them that you're putting in 15 hours of effort every single day so that's not justice to your content and uh, not being authentic is something the, the worst thing you can do yeah so yeah but uh, linkedin is all about glorifying your profile and all and the other day i was talking to some expert and what he says is we'll you'll find all sorts of leaders on linkedin but where is the performer <laughs> even a person at the entry level they say i am leading this that and all so likewise there is a lot of over hype yeah i can resonate with you and many times people don't talk about the hardships and some of the failures and all because it it should actually inspire others because failure is common to everyone it's not just that okay this guy is consistently or continuously experience success one success after the other but it is not true even in my case it is not true like i have gone through so many hardships to reach where i am right similarly to to pick up my next role to pick up my uh, to get my next promotion and all all those things will not happen just like that and uh, yeah it is better to be authentic i think that's the key takeaway out of that now, but you know there's yeah. a, another one thing uh, and yeah. i i'd say there are always two sides of a coin right there's another contrasting outlook to this as well mm. is that let's imagine a scenario uh when a person who's like let's say an air one per se who's coming up and telling you how to score in your accountancy exam right and there's another person who you know who just, who had like 80% in their uh board exams and then who's coming up and telling you how to score score in an accountancy exam so which one would you prefer more or who would you like to go ahead with more obviously the one who scored air right and that that's nothing wrong in that it's a very natural tendency for people to fall for results and somebody who's given results before is we trust them to give results ahead also and to be to just be true even if in reality the the tips of the person with 80% are more meaningful we won't fall for them that easily right so title inflation is a part of the game and but then you need to know that when it has to stop there's it's it's, it's important because definitely till, till the time you don't talk about yourself to people you don't tell them what you've done and why you're writing what you're writing or what why uh people should value what you're writing people won't value it right people won't if you don't tell them that you've done 10 things in your life they don't they they won't rely on the 10 learnings that you're telling them in the next post perhaps so that's important but then that doesn't mean that you'll just go on bragging about everything it has to stop at a very decent level and that's where you need to draw a line and that's true from both the creators as well as the audience's side so yeah and the, the people who are able to manage that they just they they rock the world <laughs> right yeah this reminds me of one point actually like it's about uh, uh, people should realize the potential of who you can be it's not always about who you are 
so sometimes uh, as you grow up in your career ladder and all we start realizing certain leaders right they have that ability innate ability to identify okay this is the one whom i can see at x level and all right so like as who who can be should also be considered it's not just about who you are always all right great great conversation uh, so far and let's move ahead and talk about your college experience what is it like studying at uh, sriram college of commerce one of the prestigious uh, colleges in india right and how has been your experience okay that question hurts me to be very honest <laughs> because <laughs> i haven't been to college much <laughs> so you just pressed a nerve there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um, then uh, till the time i've been there the first semester and the last semester and a few of the online classes obviously um it's it's been a life changing experience for me uh not because of the brand name or because of the huge infrastructure or because you know uh, i was a part of the north campus i used to like ride the metro every day and go to the uh, go to the campus but because of the people i met there you know because uh, sr has only two courses for undergrads it's just econers and bcom honors and th- that makes the crowd very known to each other so you you know every second person who's walking into the college you know what everybody's been up to uh, you know that that's, that's a good and good and bad thing both <laughs> but then uh, you're very well aware of who who's around you and that just makes you more uh, welcoming to new people in your life when i went to college for the first time i saw a lot of people who belong from the lgbtq community who were uh, from the backward classes people who were not from uh, delhi or north india people belonging from different cultures and that was something that is something very very new for a person who's fresh out of school in school i never had a friend who could you know who could not speak hindi Uh, I've ne- I never had a friend from northeast I never had a friend uh, you know from the lgbtq community but then once you uh, enter college you're exposed to so many people that you you'd overwhelmed at a time that oh my god I didn't know that you know these these varieties of people exist <laughs> so that's something that changes your perspective towards life that makes you more welcoming that makes you more acceptable to being different and to accepting you know differences in different kind of peoples so that 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 thing if you learn it it can leave a very very long term impact on your life and i think you know more like a game changer perhaps you you learn how to talk to people you learn how to adjust yourself to what other people feel comfortable with so yeah, yeah that that's something that sr has really really changed in me and something that i'm really really get, grateful about yeah what i would say is you are getting exposure to diversity and diverse cultures at the same time right in that early stage which will make you better prepared for rest of your life so which is kind of uh, things which are rarely seen and all and unless if you talk about other colleges and all right if somebody is graduating from other college they may get exposed to this kind of thing only after entering into corporate and that too may not not for sure right yeah Makes and you sense. know one yeah. more thing is that uh, diversity in the form of opinions also because everybody thankfully in sr everybody uh, was very confident to express what they think about different things the the entire atmosphere was so welcoming at the college that if somebody comes up and says uh, anything against about for example you know uh, anything racist or anything that's unethical 
तो देर वुड बी टेन पीपल स्टैंडिंग अगेंस्ट हिम इवन इफ दे डोंट नो द विक्टिम और दे डोंट नो एनीबडी एल्स राइट so the entire atmosphere is something that forces you to change and forces you to accept things even when you know you're not doing at home doing it at home so that's something that has changed a lot of people there and something uh, and has made you realize that there are something in life that you need to learn with time and it has given the appropriate learning environment for any student who's not able to accept certain things or who's not come who's not come from a background where we talk about these things so giving a stage to talk about different things is something that sr has given to everybody so, so that's another thing that's very very respectable about us that's fantastic so that's right uh, that's wonderful and uh, in fact you guys are lucky to have that kind of uh, environment and getting broad broad exposure at such an early stage and all nananya now uh, switching gears and let's talk briefly about the challenges that the student community are facing today right and how can corporates help or how can seasoned leaders like me or any of my peers can help right so in general what is your take i think uh, one of the biggest challenges that we are facing is uh, not being aware of the challenges i mean there are a lot of people people from smaller colleges or from who are not in the metro cities they they don't know the potential of something they can do i mean i imagine i i am uh, born and brought up in delhi and i have had access to the you know one of the best education systems and um i've been in one of the best colleges but i still have doubts about what i can do i still have confusions about what are the potentials i can potential fields i can explore and i can't even begin to imagine that uh the the level of confusion or so the level of challenges a person who's not had access to all these would be having so obviously spreading awareness about what are the potential things you can do is something that's very much needed because india as an economy is rapidly evolving right there was this recent interview i read where uh, the next decade uh, has been labeled as the tech decade right and we we just can't you know be okay with the traditional things that have been going on in the education system so so that's something that's really really required and i think a uh, second thing that we can do is we uh, there was this recent notification from bits pilani that they have set up you know uh, they they've allowed their students a uh, years uh, holiday if they are uh, you know they're building a startup or something like that so these kind of initiatives are something that is really required in government colleges or you know other smaller colleges as well so that the entrepreneurs in that uh, in those colleges they don't feel threatened by the environment and they feel very much supportive and welcoming so giving birth to ideas and taking care of them is something that we really need to establish and uh, i think this podcast is again on the journey to do that it's it's playing its role in spreading the awareness around it and apart from all the other technical stuff that a lot of people already talk about with respect to the course curriculum subjects and everything i think these two feelings of safety and security and acceptability is something that can very well impact how the next generation would think and how you know uh, we would react to certain circumstances so so that's i think the core of it and subjects everybody can figure out on their own but the support they can't figure out so if i were to summarize the first point it's about we don't know what we don't know and that is uh, applicable everywhere not just at the early career stage it it is got to do with access not not just access to the infrastructure as such but it is 
more intrinsic wherein we have to start reading more and all that's how we will get to know what we don't know and uh, but you uh, touched or you hit the right card i would say and when it comes to the second point the way things are evolving right um, one thing that i admire about bitspilani is uh, their pedagogy is completely different compared to rest of the universities and all in fact i graduated uh, from bits as well i did my masters and i know like the kind of uh, exposure that we get and the kind of subjects and everything they think hatke think differently and it's more about giving the right exposure they don't care about whether you are attending the classes or not as long as you get the subject that's fine and Uh, this kind of steps right which will definitely encourage the student community as well because gone are the days wherein okay you have to sit in the classroom and get that 80% attendance and make sure that you continue you complete it within this stipulated time and all right at least take a break that's fine you go experiment and come back right i think uh, that that will definitely motivate students and all the young talent and crowd out there to try out and experiment new things and you uh, brought in a wonderful point and i really I'm amazed by your thought process Ananya. I I I'm sure you will go places. <laughs> go Thank places you very sure. much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this has been fabulous conversation so far, but let's add some spice to the episode so that people get to know other side of Ananya. Ah, uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me fire the first bullet out of the rapid fire. I can answer them crisply like a word or a phrase maximum. What was your childhood fantasy Ananya? I think uh, it would be to order all flavors of ice cream at a at an ice cream parlor. I don't know. I'm very much. I I love ice cream. And <laughs> I just want to just once go into an ice cream parlor and order every single flavor that's present. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try that already? <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> no, now that you're running, I'm... probably you have to. <laughs> Ah, uh, so it's like I I don't like eating alone, right? So I I just want somebody to accompany me to that challenge and <laughs> have it do it and do it with me. And I'm not able to find that somebody until now. <laughs> you know, uh, I participated in this uh, Baskin Robbins contest. Actually, we went with along along with a couple of my colleagues, uh, and they asked us to eat uh, a scoop of ice cream in one minute. and i was able to do it in 30 seconds but i suffered for 3 days you know it's not that <laughs> i am an ice cream lover like anything goes wrong in my life ice cream is the solution right. so i can eat like an an amount of ice cream in an amount of time so so that brings that that makes you sane that brings back right all right moving ahead what is the worst piece of advice that you received so far it was uh i would say people don't talk to people or like don't talk to people you don't know <laughs> so like you, you go to school and you you know your family and your teachers teach you don't talk to people you don't know it can be dangerous <laughs> and <laughs> that has never worked out <laughs> it's not going to work out it it is not going to work out for sure <laughs> i'm sure this is the worst one yeah can you describe yourself in just one word and i mean special so i'll go with special not Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. different. I I like mm-hmm. everything different. I want to be different. Yeah. Moving on, if you were to live on another planet, what would it be? Hmm. I think that would be. Um. Let's see. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what what was your thought process in putting in this question? <laughs> <laughs> like, I I are you Elon Musk speaker or something? Like what? <laughs> 
Why? <laughs> just, just to, Why? Uh, just to uh, unleash your thought process and make sure, okay, what, how far people could think of, right? There should be reasoning. If you say Neptune, if you say Mars, there should be a reason. So I'm more curious about what would be the reason for not being on Earth and search elsewhere. Yeah, so I think that would be Saturn because I think Saturn has like a lot of moons and I like moons. Uh, <laughs> probably I I could just ima- when when you ask the question my mind just went into imagining how universe looks like and I I could imagine people like sliding down the rings of Saturn and I'm like okay that that sounds like fun. <laughs> Interesting. Moving ahead. If you were to date any celebrity, who would it be? Oh, I told you I don't have any favorites, yeah, but I think who would that be? I think I'd rather want people to take my name and this question is being asked to them. <laughs> High five. <laughs> awesome. Moving ahead. If you have a magic wand, what would you do with it? Um I going i think i'd first try to find somebody who'd like to do the ice cream challenge with me because i've been waiting for that person for like quite a long time come over to hyderabad <laughs> come over to hyderabad and <laughs> <Done> for sure <laughs> all right so uh, let me find the last one what is one electronic gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself ananya mm. so you know it's something very very I don't know if if it would make logical sense to everybody hearing it or not but whenever I'm like sleeping or before sleeping I I always try to read a book or something right and I'm just too lazy to hold the book in my hands and lie down like that <laughs> so I've always imagined of having a gear that I can wear on my head and the book pages can keep turning on and on so probably that's something that I'd be the first buyer of <laughs> creative you are different you are different <laughs> <laughs> guys here is a wonderful uh, startup idea tgv community hope you are watching and listening pay attention to that a gadget which can flip the pages automatically can hold the book wonderful <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's too much effort to like hold your book like that and then turn the pages because you can't even hold it with one hand because the yeah. book will like fold back I'm like okay we just need something <laughs> funny one yeah all right so that was great rapid fire and with that let's flip back to the mainstream and before i let you go one final question for today's conversation ananya what will be your single piece of advice to people from not so people who lack access to everything that we have at least right people in metro cities and all we have so much of infrastructure access to people and all if you were to consider somebody from tier 2 3 4 towns and all what will be your advice for them to succeed in career mm, i would say i'm not sure if it's just like one piece of advice but or you know a mix of many pieces absolutely go uh, ahead <laughs> but it will be like first find reasons and not excuses right because after the geo revolution and everybody having a smartphone you can literally have access to everything right uh, so you just can't say that you didn't know about it i mean it's sort of contrary to what i said earlier but then uh, you you have to take responsibility of your own and the earlier you take it the the more beneficial it will be so you don't you you have to find reasons to do something and i know it sounds very fancy when i say it and it's very hard to implement but trust me i'm myself struggling to accept it and struggling to you know implement it myself so and i've seen the changes when i've implemented it 
so that's one i think the second thing would be to not be afraid i mean again it's another fancy advice uh, but then it's not just about not being afraid in you know taking a big career uh, change or a job switch that those are the bigger things we are talking about but to not be afraid in small things as well you know to not be afraid to say hi to the person sitting next to you to not be afraid to you know text an old friend to not be afraid to shoot out your first post on linkedin to not be afraid to you know ask a question in a class to not be afraid to just you know ask for help so when you not be afraid in these small things the bigger changes compound and you know happen and you don't even realize it so so that's another thing and uh the third thing i would say is that while uh, we've talked about career passion going here going there doing this doing that just don't forget to be where you are or to cherish what you're doing or to have fun right i i have scored marks in school but there's nothing that i haven't done i have uh, every other day i got scolded by my teachers there were teachers like you know who didn't think i was the best child and i'm okay with that <laughs> and now those teachers come back and say ki we loved having you in the class so so the point is try to not have any regrets in terms of career in terms of life in terms of having fun in terms of experimenting because i personally can live with anything but regrets so when i look back at my life i've made a lot of bad decisions but i don't regret any of them because that was what i want that was what i wanted at that time and don't let anybody have the power to influence your decision because when you lose control of your decisions that's when you start blaming someone else and when you blame someone else you you find an excuse to not rework what you you know uh, what you did wrong because you know let's say um, i just marry somebody tomorrow when if my parents ask me to and if it doesn't work out later i can just like come back and say you were the one who forced me to marry and falana dimkan and they like okay and they'll also accept ki it's our fault we're sorry <laughs> and you don't realize that, that maybe you were at fault somewhere but if i married the guy who i like and then it didn't work out then i would know that it is my responsibility or there was something that i did wrong so if you want to take responsibility of your life first take power of your decisions i think again a long monologue but yeah <laughs> crux uh, crux of it <laughs> no, no, wonderful wonderful insights and i i i'm, I'm sure these are going to benefit uh, the rest of the community for sure because uh, these are uh, very powerful insights i would say and thank you so much ananya i really enjoyed every bit of this conversation and i felt i i felt energetic after talking to you <laughs> Your passion, <laughs> your passion is really contagious. Very good. Ah, uh, so one thing before we log off, Naveen, there, there's like a few questions that I have for you. Like you've Absolutely. been asking rapid fire to everybody mm. there. Now it's your turn to be the co-true. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think my first question would be like, um, you've done so many interviews here, and you've had so many guests over. So, what was the best? part or best section of any particular interview or any segment that you really like and what was the worst one <laughs> <laughs> okay so when it comes to the best conversation that i had uh, it was for one of the milestone episodes uh, i hosted a girl 17 year old girl she was surviving 
शी वॉज एस एम ए टू सर्वायवर स्पायनल मसलो अल्ट्रोफी ओके अलोट अल्ट्रोफी इफ आई रिमेंबर इट करेक्टली एंड शी वॉज इंटरव्यूड लाइंग ऑन ए बेट एंड आई वॉज अमेज बाय द काइंड ऑफ पैशन शी हैज टू बी ऑन माई शो टू शेयर वॉट शी वॉन्टेड टू शेयर विथ रेस्ट ऑफ दि वर्ल्ड एंड ऑल so that is one of the best experience and uh, her name is hansika tyagi unfortunately she passed away a few months ago and uh, in this process i would like to disclose one thing we are launching our first book okay from the tgv uh, which is going to feature 22 people in the volume one and we are dedicating that book to hansika tyagi because uh, uh, the passion she has demonstrated during the conversation and all it made me almost tears rolled in my eyes out of happiness because she was uh, sharing some wonderful insights and if possible please uh, li- do listen to that episode okay hansika tyagi and uh, when it comes to us i don't want to name anybody but um, we call them for a purpose and uh, one of the guests right uh, she was trying to sell something related to spirituality and all no matter what question i asked ultimately linking back to spirituality and all if you remember uh, In schools and uh, colleges, if somebody asks to write essay writing, right? If you are so keen about writing about cow and all, you relate to cow. Say, I, I was okay. No matter what topic is given to you, still tied back to the cow. I'll tell you one example. <laughs> like you are you are trying you are traveling on a, by a flight, and what the topic is given as flight or aeroplane. Okay, the way this person narrates is. Okay, I got into the aeroplane and I was traveling from Mumbai to Delhi. And uh, while I was peeping through the window, I saw a cow. Cow has four legs and a tail. Likewise, I keep talking about cow. So uh, that was a kind of experience, and um, we we come across these kind of speakers at times and all, and we try to balance that. But uh, that that's why I've been uh, uh, preparing well for these kind of conversations and all, and we ask them to share the topic and. in most cases i instruct them before the interview please try to confine it and make sure that you do not exceed so and so time and all so that is the worst experience not, uh, not uh, digressing away from the topic and covering something purely irrelevant which doesn't make sense to my community <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah any other questions let's let's give your answer the award of the best answer of the session there <laughs> all right by the way uh, hansika's episode is uh, 225 okay and i have invited for the milestone typically i go behind chasing somebody to cxo level for the milestone episodes but that time i when i got to know about her story through a common friend i thought no she has to be my 225 that's how it happened oh wow i mean i'm definitely going to go back and hear that man now yeah. i'm like super super inspired now cool so is there anything else that you want to know from me ananya um i think there's a lot but that might like take another entire episode of yours <laughs> so, so let's just keep that keep those questions for whenever i visit hyderabad next <laughs> absolutely i'm always open and uh, i'm going to invite you to tgv hindi shortly so stay tuned <laughs> all right so for thanks for sure for sure thanks again thank you so much for having me navi i mean like, it was a pleasure pleasure to talk to you and i'm sure uh whatever fun whatever uh, insights we discuss in the conversation they're going to help, help a lot of people out there and i think both of uh, both of us you and me we are always available to help people and 
Yeah, it's it's life. Yeah, chill and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> High five. High five. All right. Thank you. And yeah, let's uh, catch on the flip side then. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us or if you are not following us already, please subscribe to us. and follow us on spotify or apple podcasts or wherever you are listening or watching this and uh, in addition to that if possible please provide a review or rating so that uh, we can use that boost to reach wider and wider audience and if you have loved this conversation with young talented individual ananya and found the episode useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice thank you so much in advance now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode so today we had a brief discussion about college life so i thought uh, i'll present you so few facts about oldest universities in the world and today's trivia is about first and oldest university in the world the first and oldest university in the world was established in taxila and it is also called as takshashila in between 600 to 500 bc and there were about 68 subjects to study nalanda university was the first university in the world to have accommodation quarters for both students and teachers and nalanda university was originally established during the gupta dynasty as mentioned in the writing of chinese pilgrim yuan sang many buddhists used to teach at the university as it had a great influence of buddhism In fact, 11th president of India, late APJ Abdul Kalam, proposed the idea of reviving the first university of India in 2006 and started its first academic session on September 1st, 2014 with about 15 students in a temporary base in Rajgir, Bihar state of India. In fact, the former minister of Singapore, George Yeo, took the charge of Nalanda University as the new vice chancellor on July 6th, 2015. so that's all about nalanda university and folks if you have any topic recommendations or guest speaker suggestions please feel free to reach out to me through social media or email us at the guiding voice for you at gmail.com i'm your host navin samala just a fellow it professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe thank you so much for joining me today until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest